when thinking of really neat backstories that's what i kind of like to focus my podcast on and after hunter who's coming on hunter true made his nhl debut i knew i had get on it i sent him text we set this up super cool episode i don't want to talk for too much longer because i really just like the episode too much to keep on talking i'll stop my big ass loud voice and yep let's get into it How's it going, everyone? It's Lucas Halden here from the Hockey with Hotsey podcast. Today, I'm proud to be joined by Anaheim Ducks forward Hunter Drew. Hunter, how's it going today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. So kind of getting things. Um, our whirlwind of the last 24 hours um, for the listeners. Hunter is a Kingston, Ontario native. Hunter, you made your NHL debut. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, it was exciting. I uh, I don't know. I didn't expect, uh, didn't really expect a call to be going up, but I got it and uh, played in San Jose. And fortunate enough, uh, I've played in that rank a bunch of times because their AHL team plays there too. So yeah, uh, I felt comfortable, uh, you know, around the around the rank and uh, on the ice. I wasn't uh, in as much awe as as uh, you'd expect. So you dropped the mitt um, for the Islanders fans. You've done that a lot. Walk us through kind of dropping off those mitts for the first fight. Yeah, I kind of uh, figured it was a good time. They had the, they had the post twice that shift, and I didn't want yeah. to get a minus in my first game. So uh, the guy came around the net, and uh, he kind of turned a little bit, but I definitely hit him from behind. <laughs> and uh, yeah. their guy, uh, their other guy skated up to me and said, let's go. And I just said, all right. And that's kind of how that went, how that went down. So like what was kind of going through your mind, like your first NHL game, yeah. you're dropping the mitts where you're like, oh, I don't want to get my ass kicked. Like what was kind of. Yeah, obviously you didn't, you don't want to get beat up for sure. But uh, no, I had a plan going in that uh, I had to do something and I wasn't doing much with the puck. So I had to use my hands or something else. Yeah. So I didn't feel, uh, didn't feel too bad about it. It felt uh, nice and the, the boys were excited. So that was good to see. So bring us back, like, you're 18 years old, yeah. Ganning Akway, playing Junior C. Do you think you'd ever see yourself stepping ice, even in an NHL rank? No, definitely not, to be honest with you. I, uh, yeah, it's been a wild ride, and uh, I've kind of just, like, worked to get to where I am, and, uh, you know, I've gotten a lot of opportunities and kind of tried to make the most of them. So it's definitely exciting. I don't know. Definitely. Yeah, definitely wasn't expecting that. If you told me that when I was that age, I would have never believed you. But now it's kind of a reality. Now, when you're playing junior C, do you really think about like even trying to make it to the NHL? Not really, to be honest with you. I mean, I was just kind of I was in uh, my grade 12 year of high school. So I was just going to, you know, go to high school, obviously finish it off and you know, play junior C with my buddies and kind of mm-hmm. just go to go to college the next year. And then obviously, you know, your dad, Jim, yeah. kind of gave me a pretty big opportunity. And I just went down to Charlottetown and uh, yeah, that's kind of where things started. Little weird how like you're starting, like, as you mentioned, grade 12, you're getting ready, go and drink a ton probably <laughs> in college. Then like, Fast forward like five years, you're in the NHL, must be pretty surreal. Like, 
tell tell the listeners like how you kind of got in contact with Charlottetown and what that process was like. Yeah, that's it's kind of a weird uh, weird story. I was uh, in a summer kind of summer camp, I guess that that summer before I went down there, and uh, Rob Ridgely, who you who probably know yeah. back from Kingston, uh, was scouting. And he, uh, him and your dad came and watched me just at this camp in the, I think it was a Kirk Muller camp. And, and then, uh, Ridge was waiting for me after and he talked to me and then gave me your dad's number and said, obviously told me who he was and what was, mm-hmm. uh, he was thinking and said, please call him. And I was pretty excited. Got home, called your dad. He kind of gave me yeah. the invitation and said, no, uh, you know, no guarantees, but come down and give it a try. So, Yeah. So, like, I heard you're making the way down already for an MHL tryout? Yeah, so I initially, I was uh, going to go down and play in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. And uh, that was uh, probably a week or two before I uh, talked to your dad and Ridge. And then they said, well, why don't you come to Charlottetown first and see what happens? You know, worst comes worse, you don't make the team and you just go back down to Nova Scotia like you're already on the East Coast anyway. So. Yeah, I went down to Charlottetown, like I said, no guarantees, but um, kind of just played my heart out. And I remember before uh, the first exhibition game against Moncton, uh, me, uh, my parents and I sat down with your dad and said, like, you know, what are, what are we doing? Like, is there like any chance, basically, any opportunity? Like, I didn't know if I wanted to give up my uh, eligibility at that time for NCAA. Yeah. He just said, like, you're already down here and you're this close. Why would you not try, basically? So that was kind of how uh, I ended up playing my first uh, game and then just kind of went from there. What did those words um, kind of mean to you at that time? I mean, it was crazy. It was, yeah, I don't know. At the time, I was so young, too. It's like the biggest moment of your life. And, you know, I was nervous. I was moving away for the first time, too. And my parents couldn't obviously couldn't come for like a month and (laughs) wait for me to see what would happen. So uh, they eventually ended up leaving and kind of just having like the security of thinking the confidence, I guess, in a sense of thinking, okay, well, you know, I might not have made the team yet, but at least that I'm, I'm in the mix, you know? So it kind of gave me some confidence to go out there and just play my game and see what happens. So you definitely went through like a bumpy road at first. You obviously like you weren't probably touching the ice, um as much as you want to and like what's kind of that adversity that you kind of fought through and like what advice do you have to other guys that are currently in your shoes yeah i think there's like an old saying like adversity builds character so uh, i think when you go through a lot of things like that not playing or not getting you know an opportunity that you want or even if you think you deserve it and you don't get it or you know, maybe at, at the time you don't deserve it and you still need to develop a lot, which is in my case for sure. So um, I guess, I don't know, with adversity, it's just one of those things that at the time it's it sucks and, you know, it's brutal. But at, at you know, any age, no matter what point you're at in your life, it's going to come and it's all about how you handle it and what you make of it. And, you know, like I said, uh, or like you said, sorry, I uh, wasn't playing much, but um, in a sense, I was just kind of happy to be there. And I think, uh, at the end of the day, it was like one of the best uh, experiences of my life living in Charlottetown. And I think for young people growing up, uh, you know, I said I got, I got uh, 
scouted, I guess, at like a summer hockey camp. So you never know when people are watching and who's watching. So it doesn't matter at, you know, any point in your career or in your life. Uh, someone's always watching. So you got to make the most of every day. So like that off season, you went like from barely touching the ice to like pretty much a top six defenseman. Yeah. How do you kind of think, like, what was that off season like for you? It was busy for sure. I, you know, I didn't play a lot in the playoffs at all, really, for my uh, first year. So I didn't need to take any time off, really, when I got home. So I kind of just jumped right into working out every day. And uh, I was just trying to skate every day. And anytime I could find ice, whether it was shooting on goalies or, you know, going out even by yourself sometimes or just with a couple of buddies, you, I would uh, take uh, every opportunity and I would try and work on every part of my game that, uh, you know, so that I could uh, make an impact the next year. Oh, did you ever take any boxing lessons? <laughs> I actually took a few. I lived in PEI one summer and I took yeah. a few. So those are coming in handy sometimes. Definitely need a few more though. So the nickname Nosebreaker and PEI, you kind of developed that um, nickname. Um, tell us about your first fight where you broke Will Bowers' nose. <laughs> yeah, that was a funny one. I remember uh, we might have been like 10 games in, I'd say maybe less. And yeah, Will Bauer, who's one of my good buddies now, uh, we, we kind of laugh about it, but he jumped uh, or ran into, ran into Welshy at the time, our goalie. And, I didn't like that. And, you know, I always, like I said, yeah. I wasn't playing a whole lot. So I was like, I got to do something here. And I've always had a bit of an edge to me and want to protect my teammates or stand up for my teammates. So I just uh, said, you know, let's go. And he said, yes. And then I ended up breaking his nose. So he kicked his ass. Yeah, I guess, I guess depends how you look at it, but uh, I'd love to, can't wait to tell him that too. So fast forward into your, um, NHL draft, you were napping, then you woke up, kind yeah. of like getting a phone call from the Anaheim Ducks. Tell us about that. Yeah, I went golfing in the morning with two of my buddies. and uh, it was What course pretty, did you go to? If we were worry. in, I think, Inverary. Yeah. Outside of Kingston. So uh, we were golfing, we were tired. Uh, kind of went home just to sleep after we had a tea time. It was at like 7, so... It was still pretty early. I went home, take a nap. And like I said, my phone went off and it was my agent first mm -hmm. and then, then the ducks. And I was kind of shocked and feeling every emotion. And then, you know, we kind of get down to camp like a week later and you kind of feel a little bit better for sure. Did you even like remember that it was the NHL draft when you woke up? Not really. I wasn't really paying too much attention to it. I know right before the draft, I found out that, uh, I was going to go to the Ottawa Senators uh, training camp. So once I, you know, I was kind of happy with that. I just wanted an opportunity. And then yeah. uh, obviously ran, like ended up getting drafted and then went to Anaheim. But um, yeah, I wasn't really paying too much attention to it. Now, what was that like for you making the Instagram post? Probably the biggest flex of your life. Like, what was that like hitting the post button there? <laughs> yeah, I was... It's funny for sure. I mean, all my buddies just calling me and blowing my phone up and showing up uh, at my house or seeing me down later that night. We go out for dinner and we're downtown, whatever. Yeah. And 
you just run into all the people you went to high school with and all the people in the city that uh, kind of know who you are and they're all congratulating you. You kind of just feel like the man for mm-hmm. a couple of days. Now, do you remember where you wanted to eat? Because like Kingston got lots of places. Yeah, the place I went to eat didn't have too much to eat, more uh, beverages, but... Uh, That's better. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a bit of a celebratory night. Now, like, you're saying your buddies were blowing up your phone on your draft night. What was it like like for the first NHL game as we spoke now? Yeah, it was a lot of the same thing. Uh, I actually have a girl now, so she was in town Yeah. Uh, when I got called up, so I was getting all these... Uh, texts and messages uh, on social media and stuff and um, we kind of got to enjoy the moment together and um, that was nice but I couldn't go on my phone too much couldn't open too many apps yeah. it was shutting down on me mm-hmm. now who relieved or kind of revealed the news to you uh, I got a phone call from the assistant uh, GM of the Ducks in the morning yeah and he kind of called me I, yeah same thing i actually missed the call because i was sleeping it was uh pretty early in the morning <laughs> pretty early sleeping. in the morning so uh yeah i was still sleeping and then uh i got up and called them back saw the text and then uh i called my parents right away obviously did they make the way down to san jose uh they didn't come to san jose but they came to dallas uh Two days later, so they still got the same in a game. Which so, now what was that, like, first game in Dallas? A pretty good team. They made the playoffs. Like, what was that like playing in your second game after kind of getting the rest off? Yeah, it was kind of – it was crazy. There was a lot of stars, you could say. Uh, no pun intended, I guess. Yeah. But, um, they uh, had some real good players, and uh, you're almost starstruck in a sense, but then you just kind of realize that – you know, you're on the same ice as them. So you're, you know, obviously in the same, uh, you know, somewhat the same, same level as them and you're in the same league. So you kind of just go out mm-hmm. there and play and forget about it. But uh, we had the e-bug come in in the third period. Yeah. So that was kind of funny. It just like added to the experience. Yeah. So tell that us about that, like yeah. our, third string goaltender. Yeah. He was our, our uh, starter. Uh, got hurt in the first period, and then our backup got hurt in the second period. So, for the start of third period, they had uh, a guy in the stands, basically, just like as an emergency, and similar to the David Ayers thing against the Leafs a few years. Yeah, like ago. what were you thinking in your head? Like, uh, oh was, shit, we might as well pack up. Like, yeah, I'll, yeah, almost. He was this kid was this guy was terrified. He was telling us he was gonna puke and stuff, and his legs were shaking <laughs> and. So we uh, tried to play extra hard for him because we didn't really know how it was going to go, but he ended up doing a pretty good job. So it was all right. So you guys didn't get the win, but like you seemed like you're pretty salvatory after the game. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, it's a cool moment for him. Like, yeah. I mean, I know how excited I was to play my first game. And then he just finds out as a kind of a random guy that he's just going to go yeah. in and play in an NHL game in the third period. Like, obviously, it was exciting. So yeah, we uh, celebrated with him after. So your whole time, your whole junior career, you're a defenseman. Got called up to the HL. And at that point in your career, you don't want to get bumped down to the East Coast again. You're like, if I'm going to be in the lineup, you got to be um, a forward. So what was kind of like that transition for you? And frankly enough, you've been putting up quite a few goals this year. 
Yeah, uh, it was it was different for sure. Obviously, kind of scary in a sense where you just think a lot of like, oh, what if it doesn't work out or what if, you know, what if I just I'm no good at it? But uh, in the same breath, like I had nothing to lose. And like you said, if you wanted to be if I wanted to be in the lineup, uh, I had to play forward and I guess kind of just use like the same tactics I did when I was in Charlottetown to to try and work hard yeah. and make a name for myself somehow. And um, yeah, I guess I kind of ended up having a pretty decent year, which was nice. Now, like you're able to put up a lot of points on the board, like you're having a lot more like I'll chuck you under the bus, Nikita, Nikita Alexandrov. Like <laughs> yeah. lights out goal scorer when you're in Charlton. I think you guys had like the same amount of points in the HL. What was it kind of like for you scoring those goals this year? Yeah, it was exciting. I mean, I've never scored too many goals in a year before. So yeah, uh kind of when you feel like you're scoring a lot, it's nice. You kind of just uh get confidence and a lot of it's opportunity. So, you know, guys get hurt or get sick or whatever, and you get, you know, maybe you get a couple games in the power play and then uh like you said, you, you start scoring a little bit or getting points a little bit, and then uh, you start to feel a little better and confidence starts flowing, and then you just start uh, making plays a little more. Now, the Charlton Islanders this year's team, they're pretty talented. They're going into a playoff. You had a couple really good runs. Well, one that kind of um, pokes into people's mind. What do you kind of think um, it takes for them to win a championship and, like, what was built into the teams that you saw have lots of success in your junior career yeah I think a big part of uh playoff success is when everyone buys in and uh obviously Jim your dad and, and Guy uh yeah. who are still there from when I was there they they've kind of been through it and they know uh, what it takes to get there so I think if everyone buys in and does exactly what they say and what they've been taught all year then um you know no moments too big and uh you know I know that for a fact that the fans are going to be behind them and the whole city and the whole province is going to be cheering them on. So, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be exciting times in Charlottetown. Now, like, um, if you had one message to those guys, what would it kind of be? Play your hearts out. I think uh, yeah. the best, best moments of my life were that uh, when I was 19, that playoff run we went on. And yeah, uh, it doesn't matter what your matchup is, like what seed you are or or what happens, you know, playoffs, a different game. You got to come to play every night. And, um, you know, the good thing about uh, when I was there is, you know, we had a different hero every night, it seemed. And um, I think when, when uh, you know, Jim's putting guys on the ice, he's giving them confidence and, you know, he's putting them in situations to be successful. And, uh, you know, when you have confidence and you believe yeah. or your coach believes in you and you believe in the systems and uh, you can have a different hero every night because uh, everyone's bought in and, Everyone's on the same page. Now, during like one of those success um, years, a guy's name that kind of pops into my mind, another Kingston boy, um, Cole Edwards. Um, do you have a funny story about Cole that you think um, you can kind of say for the podcast? <laughs> I got some funny stories about him for sure. I don't know if I could say him on the podcast, but uh, no, Eddie, Eddie's a, he's a good dude. He's uh, we spent a lot of time together in the summers and having fun and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't say uh, too much about it, but uh, yeah, he's a good guy. For the next step for you, um, what kind of is your next off season looking like as a season starting to wind down? What's your off season looking like in your training? And yeah, 
I think uh, last summer I actually spent in Halifax, a uh, really good group down there and uh, good trainers on and off the ice. So uh, probably going to go back down there for a bit for sure. Um, you know, I got a lot of we- a lot of weddings this summer, so I got to try and fit that in yeah. uh, in between training. But um, yeah, I'm just going to work out five times a week and try and skate, you know, three or five times a week uh, throughout the summer and, uh, you know, work on my skating and work on my uh, shot, putt, uh, puck protection, things like that. Uh, that'll help me be successful. And then hopefully have a good training camp next year and start with Anaheim. So where are your training locations down there and who do you kind of train with? Uh, I train with uh, Chris Pierce is the trainer, off-ice trainer. I train uh, actually with yeah. a bunch of Charlottetown guys, Noah Lau and yeah. uh, Welsh, all the Welsh brothers, I guess. So do you uh, train with Crosby? Because I know Welshie's. <laughs> yeah, he's Awful. that's uh, on the ice, but no, off the ice, uh, he's got his own group, just the big three kind of work out yeah. at, uh, together. Have you ever skated with Crosby? I didn't. I have not skated with him. That's what I'm going to try and do this summer when I get back down there is get in that group. Who's a big name that, like, probably the biggest name you can think of that you skated with? Oh, I don't even know. I don't even I don't even know. Uh, Morgan Barron, Justin Barron. Those are or, yeah. uh, Justin Barron's a Q guy, but Morgan Barron's older brothers in the NHL. Uh, Justin's in it now, yeah. Yeah, he's also in the NHL, and um, wow, well, I don't know. There's there's a bunch of guys. I don't know why yeah. I can't think of any right now, but Liam O'Brien's there. Noah Dobson, guys like that, mm-hmm. I skated with when he comes over. So um, there's some good players. Yeah, well, awesome, and thanks so much for coming on today, Honor. Hey, thank you for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the man, the myth, the legend, Hunter Drew. I hope you enjoyed it. And wow, 34 episodes. Let's wrap that up. See y'all. Have a great night.